Have you ever heard it said that Jesus is just a made-up, feel-good story we tell ourselves and our children so that we don't have to face the reality of death? Or that the resurrection was a lie created by the apostles to save face after their teacher was arrested and killed? Or that Christianity somehow finds its origin and explanation in medieval power dynamics rather than an empty tomb? I have heard all of these. They are all very common atheistic talking points, which are easy to find if you know where to look on the internet. And they are all lies. The truth is that a man in ancient Palestine conquered death. There are hundreds of eyewitnesses to the fact that only days after having been killed by the Romans on a cross, he was alive, eating and drinking with his followers. There is an unbroken line of documentary evidence going all the way back to these eyewitnesses, which would make it impossible for this story to be a fabrication. These eyewitnesses believed what they saw. Most people who deny the resurrection deny it because they do not believe that such a thing is possible. But this is a preconceived bias, a position they've taken before looking at the evidence, not a position that stems from an honest and impartial look at the historical record. The historical record is clear. A man named Jesus was dead, and then he was not. We know where. We know when. There is no doubt. Of course, true as it is, the resurrection of Jesus would be nothing but a historical curiosity if it did not somehow have an impact on our lives today. Thankfully, it does. But first, we have to ask what the theological importance of resurrection is. Biblically, death is the result of sin. The Book of Wisdom tells us God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in the destruction of the living. Instead, through one person, sin entered the world, and through sin, death. And thus, death came to all, inasmuch as all sinned, as St. Paul tells us in his letter to the Romans. So sin and death are always related to one another, meaning that if a man conquers death, he has also simultaneously conquered sin. Okay, so we can say that Jesus conquered death and sin. What does that have to do with us? This is where baptism comes in. As St. Paul continues in his letter to the Romans, Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so too might we live in newness of life. 
For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. Which is to say, somehow, mysteriously and miraculously, baptism allows us to share in both the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. When we go down into the water, we enter the tomb of the Lord. And when we come back up, we are resurrected with him. Each of us who are baptized have already died. We have died to sin and have been resurrected from it. We who are baptized share in the victory of Jesus over sin and death. Jesus has won his victory in us. Which means there is a second proof of the resurrection beyond the historical record. And that proof is that Jesus changes lives. Take, for example, a fellow Christian who has overcome alcohol or drug addiction through a 12-step program. In my experience, these folks are often very spiritually intense because they are absolutely certain that they have not won the victory on their own. They know, without a doubt, that it was Jesus who overcame their addiction, that it was Jesus who saved them from the darkness. This is what it means when we say that we Christians share in the resurrection. It means that Jesus conquers all that is sinful or broken in us. It means that Jesus rescues us from the power of sin and death. It means that Jesus changes our lives. I can certainly say that my life has changed because of Jesus. I am not a priest because I enjoy being around people or because I enjoy thinking about anyone other than myself. I am naturally selfish, self-interested, impatient, and easily frustrated with the flaws of other people. I could absolutely see myself being scripted as the evil boss in some B-grade movie who demands too much of those around him and never makes time for love or affection. But thanks be to God, this is not how my life turned out. Because I met Jesus, and he changed my life. Jesus has conquered my vices and given me the grace to grow in love for my fellow human beings, to develop a heart that cares more about people than results, to give my life to something greater than myself. This is what Jesus does. He conquers sin and changes lives. I hope that each and every one of us Christians can name the difference Jesus has made for us personally. Admittedly, it is a daily struggle to allow Jesus to win his victory in us. Sometimes we close him out and let the darkness get the upper hand. But the Easter message is that if we let him, Jesus always wins. 
Not even death could conquer our Lord. So why do we think our vices have any power to withstand his purifying love? In case you were unaware, the empty tomb described in today's gospel is still around. Once the travel bans are lifted, any of you could travel to Jerusalem and see it for yourself, just as Saints Peter and John saw it on the day of resurrection. The archaeological record leaves no doubt that this is the tomb venerated by the earliest generations of Christians. So, why do millions of Christians travel to that tomb every year? It could certainly be to see the historical curiosity, like any other tourist location in the old world. Oh look, this is the place where Jesus rose from the dead, perfect for a selfie. But I like to think we go for a different reason. Not to admire the tomb, but to mock it. Like the stuffed head of some beast on a trophy hunter's wall, the tomb stands there humiliated and conquered because it has lost all its power. What used to be a frightening image, an image of the finality of death, now stands disgraced, on display for the whole world to see and laugh at. We mock the once-powerful tomb because we no longer have to fear it. Jesus has conquered it. And if Jesus has conquered that tomb, nothing can stand in his way. If you are struggling, if you feel like you are stuck in a tomb and there is no way out, go to Jesus Allow him to roll back the stone. Allow him to win his victory in you. Someday, your struggles will no longer be a source of shame, but a source of joy. Your tomb will stand empty, a once powerful force now on display to be ridiculed and mocked for its powerlessness. Jesus opens tombs and changes lives. All lives. Your life. Our Lord Jesus Christ has conquered sin and death and has risen from the grave. And in him, so have you.